Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. That's us, or more accurately, well, me to start and them to fill in. Howdy, y'all, and welcome to another two hours, almost, or basically, of Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. I'm Jacob Seelman. I got two, well... I'm not going to call them knuckleheads because I'm feeling in a good mood today. I resemble that <laughs> remark. <laughs> I have two so-called experts on the other side of the table. I almost prefer knuckleheads. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> what? Hey, you, go you back to the other words. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like me putting pressure on you to actually sound coherent? <laughs> well, no. I mean, I know I'm good, but I mean. Oh. Ma- imagine you challenging <laughs> us wow. to sound coherent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. We're moving on now. We're actually going to have a show. This is why I we call so. it Madness People, because, well, they, they throw things in my face, and I fail at throwing it back just because, well, it's my show and I'm feeling nice. Anyway, we have a lot to get to. It's been a very busy week. Would that would that be fair to say, or would that be an understatement? It's been a busy day. I was going to say, it's been a busy yeah. last 24 hours. Last 24 sure. have been. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, w- I would say really since Tuesday morning, it's mm-hmm. been nigh on chaotic but that means there's a lot to get to we have a ton off the newswire in well i i won't literally say breaking news in the last five minutes but we had some breaking news in the last couple of hours that we will get to over the course of this show much of it on the nascar set but we do have other things to talk about on this show as well including an indycar test part two yep. of oh, the new yeah. aero screen which uh fighter jet comparisons are always fun Bravo, Roger Penske. I'll explain why I say that in a little bit. Um, We'll talk some supercars because there's some news about all of that, including a uh, ruling that's going to be very important in determining whether the Bathurst 1000 result actually stands or gets stripped. We'll we'll, we'll get to that. Don't worry. Uh, If anybody hasn't heard about that, yikes, buckle up because it's not good. Um, And we'll also get to some musings about more playoffs because we're going to Kansas, Toto, and Dorothy, and we're getting ready to... Wait a minute. Which one's which? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't think either of you are Dorothy, so you... All right, I, I, I was just making sure. Something like that. I didn't know if you were going to call me a dog or a woman, so I was going to throw something <laughs> at you either way. But Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Just just move on, Jacob. Yeah, I'm going to move on to a break, and when we come back, Good we'll start unpackaging all this stuff. Motorsports Mad is back right after this. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Oh, that's so fitting on so many levels. Yes. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. We'll tell you more about them in a little while. And thank you, Melon Man, because Melon Man is actually exactly where I'm going to start. As I told Randy during the last break, if I don't do all this news that we've had over the last week in chronological order, I'm going to forget something. So we're just going to go back to 2 o'clock Tuesday and start from there because that's when all the craziness started. And I'm going to go to Randy Miller first because I can and because I felt like starting with Randy for once. So Randy's welcome. What's up, Randy? You feel welcome now? <laughs> Thanks. I, when, you, when you said you were going to go in chronological order, I keep picturing the 60 minutes clock. <laughs> 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 yes. Every time we get done yes. with the story. We do the time. We do the time thing and the next thing. Right. Uh, Okay. So anyway, first news item of the week. Ross Chastain confirmed full-time with Nutrient Ag Solutions at College Racing in the 10 car for 2020. We knew it was contingent on sponsorship. Mm -hmm. The farmers stepped up. The farmers rejoice. Yes. Yes. It's it's great for Ross. I mean, you know, he's had a... It started out having an up and down year. I mean, not knowing you know what he was going to do full time, and then getting the opportunity to to be at Nice Motorsports and and hopefully get them a championship. He's got a little work to do to get there, but um, he still you know just has just as good of a chance as anybody else right now to be able to make it in there and, and you know be one of the final four at Homestead. But he he want he wanted to do this. This is something that he's been wanting to do since he first got in the ten car earlier in the year. Um, being somebody who talks to Chris on, on a semi-regular basis. I know they wanted Ross in the car. Yeah. Um, and they also, not only from the perspective of having somebody that Justin Haley can, can you know lean on and depend on for, 
I say guidance, even though they're they're pretty similar in terms of how long they've been in the sport. But Ross has done everything. Oh yeah, and and being able to just have that seniority in terms of you know having run Cup and trucks and you know Xfinity and been around the business for so long to be able to just kind of work together and and make that team what Chris wants it to be, what Matt wants it to be, which is a championship caliber and a championship winning team. And, And I think if this happens and you know going into the second half of next year if they both are already in the chase i think one of them will probably win the championship interesting randy's got big goals already for i have to chris is probably listening to me right now and he's going to (laughs) wring my neck if i don't put them out there if if he's not he's focusing on the other situation that we'll talk about he's got a lot going on yeah yeah they they, college racing does have a lot going on this good and Uh, we'll 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 get to that in a minute tom we knew that we I won't say we knew. We expected this was coming. It was probably under the worst-kept secrets in NASCAR category. But to have it finally done, to know what Ross is doing next year, for Ross to know what Ross is doing next year, this is big on a lot of levels, I feel like, not just for colleague racing, but that's a really huge, immediate threat to say they can go out and win this championship next year. Oh, for sure. And I think Randy's right. I think that there's a very good chance that if the two of them are in the final four next year, Justin and Ross, that one of them comes home the winner. You got a 50% shot with that, yeah. thing, right? Um, but, I, but I do believe, I mean, if you look at the team and the way that it grew and, and the performance, the way it trended up through the course of the year, I mean, you know, this is a team that's got to be taken seriously for 2020 because... Justin Haley's going to have a year under his belt with the Xfinity car, and he's already got more top tens than anybody else has ever had in that car. Yes. Um, And, you know, he's been close to a couple of wins. So I think next year he gets some wins if he doesn't get one this year. I think he gets some wins, but I also think that he is a threat for the championship, and so does the team. Um and I knew that they really wanted Ross. Matt Colley made it very clear that um, that they wanted Ross. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to try. We think we may have a phone call here. And I mean, give the number out. Hello, you're on inside. <laughs> you're, well, you're on Motorsports Madness. Hello? Hello? You're on Motorsports Hello. Madness. Hello? Hello? Uh, this is Motorsports Madness. Hi, may I speak with Jennifer Rogers? You have the wrong number. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, have a okay. Day. All right, bye. Um, so we'll continue on here. Live TV. Back to yeah, and the radio. beauty of live back, radio. Back to That's your regularly scheduled right pro- there, folks. Yeah. <laughs> That couldn't have went. That's what we get. Any less planned out. She had her fifteen seconds of fame. No. That's what. Yeah. Oh, yeah. unfortunately, for, Jennifer Rogers Jennifer, left please. the building twenty minutes yeah. ago. Well, that didn't um, go over so swimmingly, no, guys. No idea who she was. <laughs> okay, so to finish my point about Chastain, that we knew that, that they wanted him, and and yeah. there, it was no secret that there was a, a far better than fifty fifty shot that they were going to get him. It was just a matter of putting the sponsorship together to do it. Ross was waiting for this, and I still think he's the heir apparent to the one car in. Oh, Oh, absolutely. When Kurt Busch finally decides to uh, retire up the driving yeah. suit. So um, this couldn't have worked out better for him. And it makes him an, an, an immediate, as you said, threat to, to go in the championship next year. This is a two-car team that you're going to have to take really seriously. And the bad news is A.J. Allmendinger is going to run some races in the third car as well. The so, 16 car, yeah. yeah. 
So, I mean, you know, this is a team next year that could do a lot of damage in the Xfinity Series. Look at the perspective of the fact that this is the next year will be the first year where they've had the same driver for multiple years because they've had uh-huh. three different drivers yeah. in the yeah, last Blake, three years. I was going to say, Blake Cook, Ryan Truex, and now Justin Haley. Right, so they'll have a whole entire year under their belt with Justin Haley behind the wheel. So that alone is going to make Justin Haley and the whole yes. team better because they'll have the whole chemistry and camaraderie from this year. Going into next year. And, and then the Ross notebook. has already been in the team, too. So it's right. not like he's a brand-new driver to the team. Right. He's already ran a handful of races, so they know everybody in the shop. So exactly. that camaraderie right. will go a long way, too. They've got camaraderie. Yeah. They've got consistency. And they've got a notebook. Yes. Which right. is a big yep. deal for, mm-hmm. a, for a driver, crew chief, and team exactly. going forward. Um, I, I want to play a quick, uh, a quick back and forth here with you guys before we move to the next subject. So, uh on a, on a one to ten scale, chances that Ross Chastain is in the Xfinity Series Final Four next year with colleague. Nine. Okay, Randy says nine. What does Tom say? Uh, I'm gonna go ten. Hmm. I say eight, and I'll explain why later in the show. I'll I'll save that for a little later. But I I do actually have some reasoning when we get to talking about Xfinity Series playoffs and looking ahead towards 2020. Anyway, so that was the first thing. That was 2 o'clock on Tuesday. Before we jump off, can I just ask one thing? I just want to ask one thing before we jump off. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. I have to ask this. I want to see what you guys think on that. The the, uh, sponsor he's got, do you think that's a B2B deal? Or how do you think that worked with, with what his father owns? Or do you think that's something so, that he just worked himself, I, I driver-wise? I'm just curious on what you guys think. So I, I'm positive that there is a lot of business-to-business aspect there, James, because they are you know they are watermelon farmers, and it just makes sense. But I don't think it's solely that. I believe they, after seeing what Ross was capable of by you know Elliot Sadler having been with them first and and getting exposed to the Xfinity series, I I do believe some of that came about purely on you know drivability and what Ross has done himself in the seat because you know Nutrien Ag is not completely a brand new sponsor to the to the sport they've been around in a you know select race capacity over the last uh, last 18 months or so and uh, you know Ross did cite Elliot Sadler as being one of the major catalysts for helping to make sure that they were on the car for the majority of the year this year for him so I think that was a team sponsor first and then became um, Ross a Ross sponsor. sponsor yeah. yeah, so there may be some business to business in that industry. That's oftentimes how it happens. But yeah. they were on the car first. Yeah, a- a- ask Ross about uh, ab- about agriculture, and you get him. Number one, I-, I learned this back at Charlotte in May. You you even mentioned the word agriculture around Ross, and not only do you get a ten thousand watt smile, but uh, you get about thirteen minutes later, yeah. Ross is still going on, and you finally go, "Hey, Ross, <laughs> I kind of have somewhere else to be." But it's fun. Oh no, it is fun. I love it. I'm personally super stoked. I'm I'm excited that it's another true Xfinity series team adding a driver and making a championship contender. And it's just another chapter in the Ross Chastain story. You know, he he had everything, then it all went away, and through perseverance, Ross has now built himself right back up into a driver who is a threat at the NASCAR national level 
no matter what he gets in, whether it's a Nice Motorsports truck, he's proven it in the Colleague Xfinity car, and you know he's certainly had some staying power and helped some of the smaller teams in the Cup For Series sure. grow with Jay Robinson. We're going to take a break. When we return, we'll move to news item number two here on Motorsports Madness, and coming up, we'll also have Tim Southers on the hotline right after this. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Jazzy music. He comes back with, hey, hey. (laughs) He's telling people to listen if they're not listening. And if you're listening and your friends are not listening, well, tell them to listen. They can call in and ask for a random person. (laughs) 
You need new <laughs> friends. That used to work, too. Yeah. That may be the single funniest thing I've ever had happen in 200 and almost, almost 250 episodes. By the way, if you'd like to uh, give us a call here in the WSIC studios, you can. 704-873-1400. There's no Jennifer here, just so you 704-873-1400. That is correct. Jennifer I, I would have done froze it. at that moment. I didn't know if I should drop the call right there at that time or let Tom battle through it. I was like, what do I do right well, here? I was going to ask her if she knew anything about race cars. but So I was like... And then I heard him say, nope, no Jennifer here. And I was like, he's got this under control. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would have done the number read, except Tom had it over there, and I didn't have the foresight to walk over there and write it down before that's we came right. back okay, from break. Jacob, so. we're three weeks into the inside pass, and that's my seat when we do the show, and I still don't know the number, and I still it's right in front of me. So Aww. the whole first show, I was like, what's the number? Tom's like, it's right in front of you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You get any calls in <laughs> on that bad. show since it was live? We have. Yeah, we have. Yeah. That's yeah, good. Have. Yep. Yeah. Goodness. Good All right. Tune in and listen. Yes. And anyway, anyway. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Self-promo today. Come on, let's go. <laughs> News item number two, <laughs> as I alluded to before the break. This was Wednesday about 2 I think it was a little before 2 o'clock, as a matter of fact. Boom goes the dynamite, as they say in the iRacing world, because Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has a, ro- or has a job for 2020, which is a ride in the say. Cup Series, <laughs> with... JTG Doherty Racing, which sparked the tweet from Daniel Hemrick. I thought that was my ride, winky face. Yeah. I'm going to say, I did not expect JTG to sign Stenhouse. I'll be the first one to say that. I didn't see that one coming. Well, see, and I I told people that he would be a leading candidate only because you had to have two sides to this. If you were going to look for a younger driver and less experienced, then you had a couple of those. If you're going to look for... A driver who had more experience, he had a couple of those. And I thought that obviously Stenhouse and Brett Moffitt would have been the two that would have fit the driver with more experience, cup experience category. And of the two, obviously Stenhouse has the best track record. Um, So what's interesting to me about this is that they did this fairly quickly. Yes, um, they did. Which kind of leads me to wonder... Had Ricky not become available, you know, where where were they going? It was almost like when they found out he was available, it didn't take long to put it together. And you know, Well, uh, keep in mind with how they did this, the whole reason Ricky became available in the first place was because <laughs> Roush Fenway exercised their mysterious option on Bush. Well, that's true, which, which that is this, true. What this because, amounted to was a straight swap, even yeah. though no, j- nobody expected it to be a straight yeah. swap. Um, but the fact that it happened so quickly tells me that they they really they weighed heavy on the experience yeah. I, and you know they the did and I I have a theory about that from a sponsorship standpoint too and maybe Randy can weigh weigh in on this uh, a little bit but I've heard now granted they didn't announce sponsorship or the car number for that matter which was particularly interesting to me uh, but what you know one thing that I've thought about ever since yesterday when the announcement came out, was, okay, is there another catalyst here? And I may have come up with one, Randy. If, when they announce sponsorship, Sunny D goes with Stenhouse, that's a perfect B2B deal with Kroger already being there because they carry the Sunny D line of products. And as somebody, sa- as somebody said to me, Sunny D fits a whole lot better with uh, with with Kroger's product line. That's that's true, and and I mean, look, there's a couple of different ways that you can look at this from from the perspective of it being okay. It's essentially a swap, like you basically swapped Busher for Stenhouse. 
if Stenhouse had, you know, two more years on his contract or whatever the case may be, why didn't Rouse just go to JT, JTG and go, okay, look, I want Busher back. So mm-hmm. you give me Busher, I'll give you Stenhouse. Like, why did it have to be such a huge underplaying of, you know, I did you did me wrong, you kicked me out of my ride. If they essentially just swapped, why didn't they just make a deal to swap each because other? Because I don't think it was an intentional swap. It just happened. Well, that yeah, way. you can't. You, you also, it isn't that simple. You can't just, it's not like baseball where you just trade. Make it doesn't a trade, work yeah. that way. Um, Although I'm sure some people within NASCAR wish it was that easy. Yeah, really. Well, I mean, but it, but it could be that easy. It, it's not, well, I mean, nobody's saying you can't do that. No. You just, you have to have the the business savvy mind to go to another own team owner and go, Hey, I want my, you obviously they, JTD, d- d- but they had to, they want. knew that <laughs> Busher is under, Doherty, thank you. I was going to say, is uh, that, a, is that a reboot? There's some letters in there yeah. somewhere. I, yeah. I'm just, whatever. Reboot ABCD. <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that if they knew that Busher was under a, I guess, contract to Roush, or they were being they were borrowing Busher from Roush. They ah, knew there was a I chance. I thought it was Ford. I thought he was under a contract with no. Ford. That, see, it was no. with Roush. See, it was with it Roush. Was around, it, yeah, see, that's the key okay. here, Randy. When Busher was at JTG Doherty, nobody knew that this option still existed. The right. only people that knew that were Roush's lawyers, and they didn't even realize it until they until Busher's lawyers brought it to them. But I remember when Busher signed with JTG, I can't even say it. JTG. Um, thank you. That they, when he first signed, I the had fir- heard yeah. the story that he was uh, being borrowed. Correct. The first year. So did somebody just assume that the, the contract was just going to go away on no, its own? No, the first. Or? The ten-year contract. The first year that was the case. After the first year, Busher claimed he was no longer under contract around. So did he not know? No, he was under contract. I I think even at that at or was that he point, just even, to keep it a secret? at that point, even Busher believed he was no longer under contract because Roush had said they had had released the remainder of Busher's contract. Mm. Well, okay. this yeah, was see, this now, was a, now I get this, this was a was, okay. residual option from the very first driver development contract that Chris ever signed with RFR, which was a ten-year deal. Right. And, and Roush was see that Roush was famous for those those long-term deals Mm -hmm. for a while um you know and and so chris got caught up in that and you know who knows what all nobody ever has really caught up like it's a bad thing well i I mean but we all know the performance performance contract length doesn't mean anything anymore it it doesn't but at the same time well this was a deal i think where um you had chris being he 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 was in a contract here um with JTG yeah and you had Roush looking to i think Roush was looking they were going to replace Ricky one way or another and and whatever happened that right. triggered so, the situation right. so here's what here right. here was the trigger the trigger was that JTG had an exclusivity period to re-sign Busher and they let that exclusivity period Lapse, meaning that at, at that point, Busher was essentially a free agent. He could re-sign with the team. He didn't have to. At that point, Busher and his lawyers 
discovered the residual option, took it to Roush, said, hey, we're supposed to notify you if I become a free agent. And at that point, Roush elected to, you know, or had the reason at that point to be able to, to drop Ricky and pick Busher back up because he was a free agent. Well, but I think I think dropping Ricky was already in the cards. Right. I don't I think, disagree with that. I think that, that was going to happen one way or another. But to go back to what you were talking about yeah. with Hemrick and, and Hemrick, you know, yeah. tweeting the, the smiley face, almost seems to me like maybe he already thought he was going to have that ride until Stenhouse got released. I, I or like they had been talking no, to him about I, the, the, it. The, the, what, to me, the way it it sounds like is Daniel was playing it off as perhaps he already knows what he's doing, and Maybe. it and it and it was never you know everybody was speculating he was going to be in the thirty seven and so he basically was poking fun at yeah, people who thought that was going to exactly. be exactly his, his right. That's what I think. Maybe well, and 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 that could be um, now. To get to the to get to the initial point of my question, what do we think that is this a good thing for Ricky? Do we think? Um, sure. He's, he can keep driving. I mean, that's, that's, it's a good thing on that, on that note. And, and I mean, in terms of, again, I said, when we talked about Bush or weaving, I said, this is the most desirable ride mm-hmm. in. Yes. I think it, if anything, this might be a bonus for Ricky because we know this car can run in the top 10 and we know that, you know, it's a Hendrick affiliate. Um, Ricky gets a chance to hit the reset button now and maybe just you know fine tune his racing approach just a tad, um, and not um, you know not wreck so many cars, and you know and, and go do what he's capable of doing. We also saw what happened when Joey Logano went from um, JGR to Penske, yeah. And this could be a similar situation because Ricky has never driven for anybody other than Roush. Right. I so. hope they buy sheet metal in bulk. <laughs> see, I think I got a feeling that you're going to see a different Stenhouse next year. I think you I, have to see a different Stenhouse. I, I don't yeah. think he's going to feel the need to press. I think it'll think... make Jacob's job a little bit funner. Because think about it. Now Stenhouse is a Chevy guy, and he still owns his dirt team. So what's going to happen there? Well, the, see what the, I'm saying? Yeah, the dirt team was never sponsored by Ford to begin with. Right. Yeah, it wasn't for sure. Yeah. But now would he go to be with Chevy, you think? Because he's a Chevy driver? What's he do? I don't so know. I think it can make it's... your job that much funner. You as a writer finding out that stuff for sure. Don't investigate it's, it. I was going to say it's going to be interesting what he does too because I I would also believe that Kroger uh, having supply you know Ricky's got a deal with Nos uh, a personal deal with Nos Energy Drink has had for quite some time and with Kroger also carrying the Nos line of products that's another business to business type of sp- of sponsor relationship that makes him fit in really well. Okay, I've got a pop quiz for the three of you real quick and we don't really have a lot of time to expound on it. Who does better? in their new situation next year Chris Busher or Ricky Stenhouse Busher Oh wow I'm uh, right now I'm going to say Busher but I He's going back to the only place he's ever known and won an Xfinity championship I with, think so. Ricky could make a big difference in that team if he does what he should do I like Chris for sure Hmm I'm a Chris fan we'll see. I'm going to digress from all of you I actually think Stenhouse outruns Busher next year Well that's year. why I said it's tough for me to make that choice because I I really think you could see it I I really am serious and the, and the more you talk about that B2B sponsor stuff mm-hmm. could be a reason why they chose him Kroger might have wanted him because of that Absolutely that's not that's one thing I've mused on the last, you know ever since that deal got announced it's like there's a lot of things that make yep. this make sense We're going to go to break and when we come back we're going to go to the strutmasters.com hotline and talk with Martinsville Speedway PR Director Tim Southers about the upcoming NASCAR weekend at the Half Mile of Mayhem. Don't go anywhere. Motorsports Madness, powered by My Computer Career, is back right after this. 
Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I'm telling you, I love our bumper music. When, when I can get head banging, well. it's, it's a good thing. Yes. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman joined by Tom Baker and Randy Miller, and uh, maybe I should change this from Motorsports Madness to Motorsports Mayhem for this segment to better promote the half mile of mayhem, otherwise known as Martinsville Speedway, because joining us on the strutmasters.com hotline right now is our good friend and the uh, recently uh, crowned director of PR for Martinsville Speedway, Mr. Tim Southers. Tim, A, it's good to have you back on the program, and B, uh, how are things going up there in Virginia? Well, thanks so much for having me on tonight, guys. I really appreciate it, and... uh 
let me just take a deep breath because I tell you what, everything's moving at the speed of sound. It seems like I mean we're uh, coming up here and my fifth week on the job, and we've already had the big uh, Valley Star Credit Union 300 late model race. It was a great show and had a great crowd up here, and then. Now we're getting ready for the uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame 200 and the first day to 500 weekend, which will be here before you know it. I want to ask if I can this, you know, before we talk about the racing itself, what has this last couple of weeks been like for you? Because this is, you know, I, I look at it and say, hey, Tim's got a great skill set for this. But I guess in a way, this is a lot different than what you've been doing the last couple of years. Well, you know, uh, it's one of those things, Jake, well, you know, for years, this is my 27th year in the sport. So, uh, so you'd like to think, you know, I said, okay, well, I'm, I know the sport pretty well. I've been in it a long time, worked a lot of different levels. I've worked about every series NASCAR has to work. I've worked on those series and, you know, felt pretty confident about, about my abilities, you know, coming into the job. But I'll tell you what, I have a newfound respect. I've always respected the people that worked at all the tracks, the SMI tracks, the ISC tracks. You know, a lot of people work hard to make sure the events are a great experience for the fans. The competitors have everything they need to put on a good show. But you really can't appreciate everything that needs to be done until you actually sit in that chair and have to work on those things. Oh, yes. and, uh, I, I have a newfound respect for everybody that works at a track. And, uh, you know, just looking forward to uh, what's coming up here in the next couple of weeks and hopefully, you know, take some of my skill set that I've learned through the years of being on the road and working at different series and also working at other racetracks to where I can bring a little bit of that knowledge with me up here to Martinsville and uh, hopefully have a great weekend for the fans and uh, all the media folks like you guys coming up to cover the race here in a couple. Tim, this is Tom. Uh, I want to, I want to ask you because you, you kind of got thrown right directly into the fire. I mean, you've been just four or five weeks on the job, so you kind of had to hit the ground running. How overwhelming was it just the first few days or a week or so? Um, wasn't like, you know, you came into the job in November or December and had time to prepare. You you kind of had to really hit the ground running. Well, I'll tell you a couple of things. The first thing I, that stands out to me is uh, when Clay Campbell, the president of the track, and, of course, his grandfather, H. Clay Earl, uh, built the track uh, and did a great job. And, and Clay has uh, been a great steward of it and brought the track into the 21st century and yep. continues to do a great job. But when he hired me, I said, well, Sir, when do you want me to start? And he says, well, can you start today? <laughs> so that was, uh, <laughs> that was the first sign that uh, that things were going to be pretty hectic as soon as I hit the ground running. But the best analogy I think I can give folks out there, and anybody that's older might appreciate this, but my dad, when I was about 9 or 10 years old, my aunt uh, built a swimming pool at her house. And I wasn't really sure about how to swim. And, of course, Dad wasn't going to let me drown, but he's like, figure it out, son, and threw me in there. <laughs> and I think uh, <laughs> I think that's the best analogy, you know, you, you just figure it out as you go. But the blessing that I have in a NASCAR is just the overwhelming amount of support that the, that everybody at Martinsville has offered me and is still offering me. Uh, you know, I worked there tonight so just a few minutes ago, and uh, some of the staff were in there still helping me out. And the NASCAR community and the NASCAR uh, IMC staff themselves uh, have been nothing but you know, gracious to me and offering help and continuous contact with me, asking me if I need any any help, any advice, any suggestions, anything they can do to help me. And I, you know, some people might get intimidated by that or it might bother them thinking, well, you know, they must not trust me or they must not think I can do the job. Well, I think the exact opposite. I'm just overwhelmed with the support because 
I know everybody that's helping me and wants to support me. They know I can get the job done, sure. and, I, and I have a lot to live up to. But just the fact that they're willing to offer help and make sure that I've got that support network around me for this first race because I'll tell you, you can you can know the sport, but until you actually sit, like I said, you sit in that chair and go through a race weekend, and I feel like we, we're prepared for next week. I really feel that way, but I know there's going to be things come up that I just haven't thought about. It's just because I haven't been through it before, but I, I'm looking forward to next weekend and having you guys up and a lot of other people. I, I say it's uh, about 200 and some of my closest friends and allies, uh, the media community coming up there that I'll be managing and overseeing. And, uh, you know, we're looking to have a great time and also, most importantly, put on two great shows for the fans mm-hmm. with the NASCAR Hall of Fame 200 and the first day of five I imagine you feel like you're coming in with some pretty decent momentum too, fresh off what I felt like was one of the one of the best Valley Star Credit Union 300s that uh, Martinsville has seen in the in for sure the past decade, but about as long as I can remember. Well, you know, it's funny. You look at the final stats and you say, "Well, Josh Berry, he won everything to win. He dominated the race, led every lap," and that's true. But you know, he had a really good car, and it was just you know. Y'all been around racing long enough. Some days, guys just have it figured out in this yep. third day. And that was Josh Berry. I mean, he had everything figured out. And, uh, you know, I don't think there was anybody there, like Lee Pulliam said in the post-race press conference, that, you know, Timothy Peters and I were racing for second. You know, that's just how good a car Josh had. But there was great racing throughout the field. And I think Absolutely. the new format, I think the new format really allowed teams to put strategy back into play with that 50 lap uh, green flag run, you know, at the end of the race, instead of doing the inversion in the 10 lap sprint, uh, which usually was a crash fest. You know, we mm-hmm. still had a late caution, which Peyton Sellers predicted we would have and set up for a, an exciting finish. But uh, I thought it was a great race. And I think, it, you know, Clay is so committed to this. I mean, he is. He is one. He is as committed to the late model race as he is to the Cup and the Truck Series coming to Martinsville. That's how committed he is this late model race. And he wants to keep making it bigger and better every year. So I can't wait till we start meeting over the off season and he lets us know what his plans are for next year that we can share with. You guys. Absolutely. Uh, you know what? What's got you most excited about this upcoming weekend next weekend? Obviously, both the uh, but you know both the truck series and the cup series going to be right in the thick of getting ready to determine the the championship four that go on to Miami and and fight for a title. And you know as we've seen the past couple of years, whether it's guys fighting for the championship or even sometimes guys who aren't fighting for the championship, everybody's got something to play for when they come to Martinsville. Well, they do, you know, and that's, that's one of the great things. And I loved it about Martinsville, even before I came up here and worked with NASCAR. When I came as a fan, as a young guy, is there's not a bad seat in the house. And it's such tight quarters racing that you can't get away from each other. I mean, you're going to have action. You're going to have contact. And, uh, you know, we've seen it last year. Joey Logano, I mean, he says he says it straight up. And I, I commend him for owning it. He said, hey, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. And he felt like the key to him winning the championship last year not only performing at Homestead in the final race, but was to get that win at Martinsville because that set the table for him to be able to prepare his team and get ready for that final race. And us being, uh, you know, the first day to 500 is going to be the first race in the round of eight. So you know these drivers are going to be hungry to get that win, those eight drivers that are locked in, because they know once they get that win at Martinsville, they know they're going to race for a championship. So we saw it last year with Joey Logano. We've seen it years before, drivers making contact, doing whatever it takes to to get that win, we see emotion and tempers boiling over, like we saw with Chase Elliott, Danny Hamlin a couple of years ago, and I think uh, 
you know, whoever survives after Kansas this weekend, I think we're going to have eight drivers who are super hungry to, to win a championship, and I think that's going to do nothing but give the fans a great race, and we'll have the same thing in the truck series. There's several drivers there hungry Absolutely. for the truck series and to make it to Homestead, and I think uh, I think that's what makes this weekend so great, and that's what I'm excited about is for us to have two great races to entertain the fans and the NASCAR community. Mm-hmm. From a track standpoint, uh, you know we've obviously seen First Data be a really valued partner at Martinsville the last couple of years. But I'm curious. Uh, yeah, you know, I, th- I think one of the bigger announcements for you guys recently was bringing on the NASCAR Hall of Fame as the entitlement sponsor for that truck race, and that's really cool in my eyes as a history buff of the sport to see the Hall of Fame itself come on as a supporter of really the most historic track in NASCAR. Yeah, we couldn't be more excited about having the Hall of Fame, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, up here sponsoring the uh, the uh, Ganders Outdoors Truck Series race uh, next Saturday. And what you know, what I'm excited about, and you guys know me well enough, and, and I'm old enough that you know I really appreciate the history of the sport. And we're going to have probably around a dozen of the NASCAR Hall of Famers up here, uh, being a part of the festivities, being out meeting the fans, doing autograph sessions, and whatnot. And we're really excited about that because. You know, one thing about it, we've uh, Clay's instituted a, a ticket plan this year that really makes it affordable for the families and really is geared toward getting those young fans back out to the racetrack. And by that, uh, the general admission ticket, if you buy it this week, is just $30 for the truck race. But all youth 17 and under can get in free uh, with a paid adult. So, you know, that's a chance to bring some young people out here to experience NASCAR, but also you know, meet these Hall of Famers and tie the history of the sport in with today and what they're doing. And I think that'll just make it a great experience for the fans. And, you know, the Hall of Fame, with with everything they do to, to support NASCAR and to support the sport and educate the young fans about the history, you know, how the sport got to where it is today and who helped make that happen and who are some of the pioneers, um, you know. That, I mean, I still get, you know, I've worked around a lot of drivers for a lot of years. But I still get awestruck, and one of my favorite jobs I ever had when I worked at NASCAR was getting to work behind the scenes and escort one of the Hall of Famers around during the induction ceremonies that night, and just being seeing all that history behind the scenes, and seeing the emotion of the family and all the people there. It was just really great, and uh, I'll get to see, you know I can't wait to see some of the Hall of Famers here next weekend. Okay, I want to look ahead a little bit. Can we talk modifieds at Martinsville for a minute or two? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's something else. I, you know, everybody, I was talking to somebody today, and I said, yeah, I've got to start looking strategically and think logistics for next year. And they're like, well, Tim, you better get through the first day to 500 weekend first. I said, yeah, but I just know with the modifieds coming and us having the very first night race for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series next year, it's going to be an electric night, and uh, looking forward to that. But the Modifieds, you know, they have such a storied history sure here do. at Martinsville Seaway. And you know, it's, it's hard to believe they've been gone. It'll be 10 years next year when they come back. And uh, this seems, I mean, I remember, I mean, I'm dating myself, but I worked some of those races, those Modified races for NASCAR and when they were at Martinsville the last time. And now they're coming back. And just to be able to be a part of that and just to give you guys a heads up too next Sunday morning, we're going to have Ryan Priest in the Media Center uh, to help us talk about that, bringing the modifieds back to Martinsville. So we're looking forward to that. And it's a, I tell you what, a lot of people are excited about any race you have at Martinsville, but the modified fans are some diehard, hungry race oh, fans. Yes. And, for us, and for us now to have the best modified drivers in the country all converge at Martinsville next year, 
put on a show and put on a race for the fans. I can't wait. I, to be honest with you, that's probably the one race I'm looking the most forward to next year is that modified race. Me too. And that's not even to get to the fact that uh, when you get back ne- around next fall, it's a cutoff race for all three series. And I wish we had more time to talk about that, but we're just up against a commercial break, Tim. Uh, thank you for coming on and spending a few minutes with us tonight. We appreciate it, and we're looking forward to being up there for both the NASCAR Hall of Fame 200 and the first day to 500 next weekend, my friend. Oh, I appreciate it. And we'll talk, we'll talk more modifieds and playoff races, I'm sure, in the near future. So Absolutely. That's Thank you, right. Tim. That's Tim Southers, the new PR director at Martinsville Speedway, and uh, we appreciate any time we can get Tim involved in this show. He's always been a great friend to what we do yes. here on Race Chaser Radio, and we're uh, we're glad to see him. All of us are in that new position here going into 2020, and with that, as I said, we're right up against the commercial break. So when we come back, we'll have even more to talk about here on Motorsports Madness. So don't go anywhere. The conversation continues right after these words. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. 
For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Ah, yes, one of the drivers who will be vying for one of those playoff spots on the line in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series during the NASCAR Hall of Fame 200. There, see, Tim Southers would be proud of me. I got all his sponsors right in one breath. Hashtag Agrams away. (laughs) Absolutely. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, all comfortably seated inside the WSIC TV studios here in the comfy confines of Statesville, North Carolina. James Mellick uh, behind the board, keeping us, well, as sane as we can be, I guess. That's that's a tough job. He's trying yeah, not I'm trying. to There's a lot disease. of pretty lights back here. Sometimes <laughs> they distract me, and then I just got to get refocused again. Yeah, it's okay, Red. We forgive you. Anyway, speaking of uh, the whole training for a better life bit, if one wants to train for a better life, we know some people that can help them do that. How do they do that, Tom? Well, yeah, I mean, here's the cool deal, cool deal with this, Jacob. It, it, it really is not hard to train for a better life. You just go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. My Computer Career is an IT training school. IT is one of the most desired fields of employment, not just today, but it's going to be straight into the late 2020s, according to the latest um, stats that uh, I've seen. There are over 2 million unfilled cybersecurity jobs right now in this country. 2 million. And that's just cybersecurity. Certainly not all you can do with an IT career. So it's pretty simple. Go to mycomputercareer.edu. Take the free career evaluation. If you decide to pursue a career in IT, then Guess what? My Computer Career can help you with financial aid if you qualify, including, oh, by the way, the GI Bill. Once you have the financial aid and you're going, you don't have to do this full time. You can do it part time, three, four days a week. And in as little as four months, having gotten your training taken care of either online or at one of the seven campuses across the country as little as four months you can be ready to go and then my computer career will work with hundreds of employers trying to get you placed into a job mycomputercareer.edu it is training for a better life it is not rocket science it's my computer career indeed and uh, tom did that plug so well that we need to scoot right off to a break we'll be right back with more right after this how to be a great dad in 15 seconds Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this could be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life, starting the second half of tonight's show, live from the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, if you are just joining us. And we have news. And that news is not of the breaking variety, but... From earlier today, we have news that Clint Boyer has uh, inked a renewal with Stuart Haas Racing for 2020. He's back in the 14 car. I know none of us are terribly surprised at this, Tom, but hey, it's still news, and Clint Boyer has a future for next year. Well, it's still news, and it's news not because it's surprising, but because it now gives us a little more certitude about silly season, because we now know that there are no more than one vacancy at Stuart Haas Racing, is Correct. what I was trying to say. Um, and we say no more than one because we don't know for sure if Daniel Suarez is returning yet. That depends on some sponsorship issues. And um, so if Daniel does return, then I would say you're going to have Cole Custer in a satellite car. If uh-huh. Daniel doesn't return, obviously, then it would make sense to put Cole in the 41 and move forward. Pretty much, Randy. And, you know, as far as Clint Boyer's concerned, they really like having, Tony in particular really likes having Clint in that car because they're shared background on the dirt track racing side of things. And really, at the end of the day, Clint and Tony's personalities are somewhat similar to Clint Boyer in your shop. That's what I was going to say because if you look at NASCAR as a whole and, and, you know, every single driver that races, even when Clint's not in the news, he's in the news. Like somebody's always (laughs) talking about Clint Boyer. 
So his his sponsorship, you know, his sponsors are happy because even when he's not being talked about, somebody's talking yeah. about him. Or he's like creeping in the background, you know, of, when they're doing media interviews at the track or whatever. He just yeah. randomly walks exactly. by yes. in random shots all the time. It's like, where did he come from? So he's Clint Boyer. He he's just Clint Boyer. does that. You and gotta love Clint Boyer. What What's funny is <laughs> the way the way Randy described that. Even when he's not in the news, he's in the news. Applies to somebody else that I want to circle back and talk You're about. Welcome, by the way. On the other side of our, of our next break, because it's a very apt <laughs> description. Oh, by the way, so I'm gonna try and rein myself in. We're gonna go and take a commercial break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the other guy who I could compare to a personality uh, much like Clint Boyer. This is Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu and we continue in a minute. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in your car instructional sessions from a professional instructor have fun go fast and really learn how to drive call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details that's 304-725-8444 friday at the track at summit point motorsports park Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
good, an excuse for me to circle back to Talladega for a minute, because I was going to do that anyways, but I forgot Spencer Boyd was the re-entry for this segment, and I want to offer a hearty congrats, since I don't get to be here on Monday nights anymore, hardly, I want to offer a heartfelt congratulations to Spencer Boyd and Young's Motorsports for what was a doggone fun win to talk about on Saturday, last Saturday at Talladega. Yeah, it really I, was. And, you know... I, you hate in a way that it got handed to them the way it did, but at the same time, rules are rules, and you have to follow them. And when you don't follow them, things happen like what happened to Johnny Sauter, and Spencer Boyd was the beneficiary. And I love it because it was the first win for Young's Motorsports as an organization since Hickory in 2012 yep. in the Hooters Pro Cup Series. Yep. Well, and it was, it, it, you know, this is a big deal for Spencer, too, obviously. Because oh, yeah. You know, Spencer's a driver we've known since his early days in Legends Cars. And, right. and Spencer is a young man who does all of his own marketing. So he you know gets all his own sponsors. Yep. He's he's really worked his way up by, you know, the sweat of his brow, basically. And um, you know, the Young's motorsport story is much the same. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had very little handed to them. Tyler Young works awfully hard, his team works awfully hard. And so for them to to get this win is a big deal for both sides. And yes. um you know, it it uh, it's just fun. This is the fun side of Talladega. It is. Unless you're Johnny Sauter, but you know what, dude? You did it. So Yes. You know what else is the fun side of Talladega? God bless him. Brendan gone. Yeah. Well, Brendan gone's oh, the fun God. side of anything. Of anything. That's right. Yeah, but that guy is awesome. As, Brendan okay. Is. So let me be clear. As number one, as soon as I saw him getting shoved by Brad Keselowski towards the lead on Monday, and I did stay for Monday, Yeah, I started to get up out of my chair, and then when he got tagged in front of the pack, and I started to see daylight, un- I didn't even stay to see the entire barrel roll. As soon as I saw daylight under that car, I was gone on a dead sprint towards the infield care center because I knew when Brendan got out of there... Oh, the quotes were going to be delicious, and I was not disappointed. Mom, I'm okay. It's just a flip. It didn't hurt. I promise. I'm still running the Daytona 500. Sorry. Yeah, see, we need more of him in in the sport. And, you know, he's, I mean, he he's about four ounces short of a pound, but I mean, that's what everybody loves <laughs> yes. about him, right? He's, he's just, he, he's just a fun loving guy. And he took a side of this that I've never heard anybody take. He basically said, Hey man, I'm just happy to be in this race and to have had that chance at, at winning. And, you know, I, I flipped, but the flip isn't really that big of a deal. You know, it's, it's just like, so that's the kind of, that's the kind of an attitude you want. And he's just a fun guy. He's a great interview. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, Brendan's a class act and, and I, uh, I'm happy to see him still having opportunities to just get in and be a part of the sport. I agree with it. I've been in the garage for a long time around Brendan back when he was running the trucks and then he switched to the Xfinity and now the cup stuff. And every time I've seen him, he said, Hey, and he always has a smile yeah. and is messing with someone that he knows oh, from another yes. team or on his team, making them laugh or his self laugh yep. and everybody's laughing. Yep. He just wants everybody happy. And he's one of the nicest, most laid back guys in any garage that he ever goes in. Oh, absolutely. That that's I think that's the truest statement that's come across the wire on this show tonight. Brendan Gone, you know, Bre- Brendan Gone is the ultimate character. Yeah. A- a- as we we termed him, we you know, we some of us were discussing this after the uh, after the race on Monday. If there was anybody that was going to go upside down, 
Brendan Gaughan was the guy to do it. Uh, yeah. And as he mentioned, you know, he's got a history in off-road racing. He's flipped a bunch well, of that's times what he in off-road racing. Yeah. Uh, what, I, what I found remarkable was that that was the first time he had ever flipped a stock car. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, he goes, my mom and dad probably aren't too impressed with that right now. <laughs> well, you know, he's kind of a John Force-like character. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, that's yes. reminds me That's of, probably the most know, apt. Comp- yeah. If he's got something to say, it's already out his well, mouth and halfway across the room. But but it's, you know, again, very jovial, very energetic, very passionate. You know, he's, he's just a really upbeat, energetic guy. And, and uh, you know, that was, that was really, that was a very entertaining yes interview for sure oh it was it was great and he swears up and down regardless of what his parents say that he's going to be back for the daytona 500 (laughs) in february so we look forward to that all right could you imagine the interview if he wins the daytona 500 i'm just saying could you imagine how fun that would be if that was the interview we got when he flipped if he ever does win a cup race be prepared for the interview they they better add about two hours of tv time for victory lane i think we should try to get his parents on the show and see if we can get their permission for him to run daytona <laughs> if they haven't already given it again we'll see all right back to the newswire because we do still have a few more things to we talk do. about not the least of which was this morning courtesy of joe gibbs racing in toyota harrison burton as we predicted on this show a few weeks ago, stepping up to the Xfinity Series with Dex Imaging, and actually Harrison going to be the one succeeding Christopher Bell in the 20 Super next year. Full-time. Yes. Mm. Very interesting. Um, Mm. You know, look, it's kind of a situation where, on the one hand, you could look and say, well, gee... I mean, are we sure he's ready to do nope. this? I mean, he didn't. He certainly didn't uh, have a great year in the truck series. All right, but I, I, I okay. Finish your thought, uh, then I'm going to argue my point. Well, I was going to say, but on the other hand, the way I look at it is, first of all, they're two different vehicles. Trucks aren't yes. cars. Um, and when he's been in the Xfinity car, he's, he's looked good. And you know, the other piece to that puzzle is that I've always said that if you can get to where you want to be. Then just get there and learn while you're there. There's no hurry for him to come out of the box and win seven or eight races next year. Harrison's got plenty of time to cook and develop and, you know, and make his way. Um, They'll keep him in it for two, three, four years if he needs to be. You know, know. he's in a good position, though, because in years past, like you've taken a truck guy or an ARCA guy or whatever and put them up there and they sink because there's so much competition in there. Guys, we're they're losing a lot of good talent in the Xfinity series. Well, that's yes. a good point too. So I mean, you he he doesn't have that that you know downhill curve he has to yeah. go through because Bell's going to be gone and Custer? Reddick's going to be gone. Well, Reddick, we don't know for sure that Custer's gone. But He's going to be gone. We know he's that gonna Bell be and Reddick are going to be, be gone. But Custer I mean, in personally, I don't think he's necessarily ready because he hasn't done anything in terms of winning. He's been competitive, great, but. But when you look at it that way, I think he'll be okay because he doesn't have that steep curve of having to deal with the heavy hitters that a lot of the other guys have had to go through. See, my take is this. I've watched him in a late model. I've watched him in K&N. I watched him in ARCA. And then I watched him in the trucks. The only series in which he hasn't won and made a big impact fairly quickly is the truck. But that's a KDM thing. That's not a Well, see, I was going to say, you know, Gilliland didn't do well in the other KBM truck, 
and the 51 truck clearly is the best truck out of that fleet. And keep in mind, the only times the 51 truck won this year was with either a cup driver, Kyle Busch, or a retired cup driver, Greg Biffle. Yeah, but it was was faster than the other two most of the season in qualifying and even in the race. Right. But here was my point. The truck series this year... To, to directly relate to your point about Xfinity probably losing some of its biggest uh, talent for next year, the truck series this year, I would argue, is more competitive than it's been in a long time. Absolutely. So I think Harrison came into that situation um, in a, in a, at a particularly bad time. Um, so I think he does fine in the Xfinity car, and he's very intelligent. Harrison's going to do just fine. Well, here's he the, is. He's here's already got, what, three top fives in four starts or, or two top fives yeah, and three like top that. tens in four starts. I James. mean, he's proven himself in the Xfinity car. I've preached from the beginning that the trucks did not suit his style. My only thing is, do you think that since KBM was fast and then all of a sudden this year they kind of died off, do you think that maybe seeing that one of the Toyota teams already switched uh, up their third sport, did they switched from Toyota to Ford, do you think that that Toyota package that they are all now running has hurt the Toyotas? Perhaps. I, I'm not going to say. Not, I'm not giving any excuses, but I'm just saying no. you saw how one team has already switched from the Toyota to the Ford. Well, th- part well, of the reason Thor Sport did that was because they didn't want to play second fiddle to right. KBM anymore. Right. Okay. They I had a you. chance to be yeah. the main group in Correct. the Ford stable. And Correct. I would argue that despite the fact that you could look at the numbers and say different, I would argue it was a good change. Oh, no, I would argue it's a great change. And my two cents on the whole Har- is Harrison ready thing. Did Jimmy Johnson look ready when he moved from Xfinity well, that's, to Cup? that's what I'm saying. They're two different well, things. But I think part of that is because his last name is Burton. So a lot of people want you to be successful because of where you came from. I, it's not I, necessarily. I mean, he could be. He could go out there and win five races in a row. But I don't have go, the oh, well, bell. Think- ding, 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 ding. We need to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents. Vehicle dynamics and feedback. Skid control and skid recovery. Threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. 
featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert helmets, Schroep belts, Adidas suits and shoes, Lero fireproof underwear, Lifeline fire systems, and even Racecom radio kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life, live from inside the WSIC-TV studios in Statesville, North Carolina. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick running the board and uh, trying to keep us all straight here and not totally going off the train. That, that Impossible. Yeah. It's been pretty yeah. good tonight. We've went off the train a few times, but... I mean, that's, that's why it's madness. That's expected here in madness, right? I, I shouldn't have used the off-the-train... Off the uh, analogy there now that i think about it given what we're about to talk about because uh well it's been an interesting last uh, 36 oh, hours i know where you're going so. with this one yeah unfor- uh, unfortunate that i have to go there with yeah. this one but uh it's been a very weird week for nascar haulers and no i did not stutter nascar haulers because we've had back-to-back oddities and incidents for haulers, team haulers, on their way to Kansas Speedway this weekend. One in the Xfinity Series, one in the Cup Series. And before I even go any further with that, I just want to first say how thankful we all are with Madness, with WSIC, with Performance Motorsports Network, that there were no serious injuries in either of these incidents sure. that we're about to talk about. But uh, the first one actually having to do with Colleg Racing, who, you know, less than 24 hours after, or barely 24 hours after announcing Ross Chastain as their full-time driver for 2020, um, the hauler driver of the 10 car, which Ross Chastain's going to pilot this weekend, actually had a medical situation, and that transporter went off the road on I-40, headed towards Kansas, uh, through the guardrail, down an embankment on its side, and, you know, luckily, thankfully, both, you know, those, both of those, the, the hauler driver and his co-driver, only, you know, scrapes and, and cuts and bruises as they uh, got out of the got out safely chris rice saying that uh you know not really saying if what damage was done to the race cars or anything inside it sounds like most of the transporter itself was a total loss but uh you know then when you add to that the jtg doherty hauler for the number 47 car of ryan priest which actually had a fire on board on the way to kansas the next day the next morning it's like what what in the wide world of sports is going on here yeah, I mean that was just uh, was a rough twenty four hour period for mm-hmm. those guys, and you know 
we we don't think much about the haulers. You know, you don't talk about them very much, except if they have a hauler parade or competition or whatever. But these guys travel miles and miles and miles and miles all across the country during the season. And, you know, when you really think about it, it's surprising that we don't have more situations with, you know, with with the haulers um, than we do. But these guys know what they're doing. And it's just every once in a while, like you said, it was a medical situation. And we're, I, I don't think we're sure what uh, caused the fire on the uh, 47 hauler, but not that I know of. No, no, I don't think there's been a, but you know, again, these are things that are basically beyond, you know, they're, they're just unforeseen circumstances. Mm-hmm. You can't predict. For sure. So thankfully everybody is okay. And it appears that the teams will both be able to uh, compete this weekend um, at Kansas the way that they would. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, uh, if you want to see how talented a hollow driver is, just wait till they go to Bristol or Martinsville and see how they park those suckers. Oh, oh it's incredible. <laughs> it's like, yeah. wow. It's that's crazy. What I said. How it's, did you do that? Yeah, I feel a, it for those guys, the whole teams and yeah. all. You know, everybody's got to now step up. Not just, um, none of them made a mistake. You know, I don't no, want to say that's that. What none I was of, saying. Nothing happened with the truck drivers. They, none of them circumstances. did. But it's, I, just to see the teams, the way that they all come together in a situation, rather it's a, yeah. something like that, if it's a crashed hauler or something happens to a race car, to see the way those teams come together and do stuff like that is incredible. Uh, so to me, you know, in a bad situation, these teams always make something good out of it. Yeah. And I love seeing that. And then, you know, uh, I have friends who drive these trucks, and I'm always thinking about them and all that stuff all the time. And this is, this is in the back of your mind as much as they're traveling. And for all of them to make it out safe and be able to continue to live and possibly drive another hauler again is, you know, thank God. Yeah, I think the entire occupation is is a thankless job. Truck drivers in general, not just NASCAR hauler drivers, but no, absolutely anybody that goes up and down the road. You know, I agree. My point was, it's 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 a part of our sport that we don't really focus on too much. Right? Yeah, we don't. Makes you aware, and and I've said this even. You know, I I, you know, when I go to a track to to cover a race, you know, especially a NASCAR race, you look around the facility and you realize how many, you know, thousands of people. There are employed at that facility at that moment that are all doing some little piece of the total clockwork dance that goes on yeah. mm-hmm. that, that results in that event going off on time. It's amazing how many little pieces and these hauler drivers don't get nearly um, enough respect or, uh, you know, props for what they do. And so, it, no, they really know, don't. This exactly. is an opportunity to just uh, I want to go back. Them and, Sorry about that. I want right. to go back to what Randy said when you said it just like a, you know, a thankless, driveless job. Um, I had the opportunity to be able to go on a trip just recently, and I was stopping at some of these truck stops to get diesel. Mm-hmm. And I noticed something while I was driving, because I haven't made a trip in a while. When I used to stop at these truck stops, I would hear them say over the intercom, hey, truck drivers, no wait for a hot shower. Now they no longer say truck drivers. They call them professional drivers. Mm-hmm. They don't call them truck drivers anymore. It's, hey, professional drivers. So it's not just a life you know not lifeless right. it's not just a thankless job they're actually professionals doing that oh, of course yeah and they, i mean there are sure. like you know like we've kind of alluded to here there are some of these guys that drive the you know drive these semis for a living i mean they are literally oh, yeah. on the road i don't even want to say 40 hours a week cuz it's oftentimes it's more than that i yeah. mean they yeah. you know they can spend sometimes weeks away from their families yep that's, that's for sure, sure. 
So, uh, you know, like we said, thankful that uh, you know, thankful there were no serious injuries in uh, either of those situations. And uh, per Bob Pockris, who uh, relayed information from Colleg Racing and RCR, uh, Colleg and RCR actually have prepared another primary car and a backup car for Chastain. And uh, he said both with the JTG situation and with the um, Colleg situation that numerous teams across the garage area have reached out to offer whatever support they can for the weekend. Uh, the RCR 21 hauler is actually transporting Ross's two cars to the racetrack, and go. they're uh, they're estimating they'll get to Kansas at about 8 a.m. Friday morning, so just in time to get the cars unloaded and through inspection prior to practice, which is a, a huge team effort for everybody involved. Yeah, they may be competitors on the racetrack, but they are all still a family, and well, they'll do anything to help each other, as yeah. you just mentioned. They're going to get a race car to the racetrack and help a competitor. No they'll doubt. help them fix something if they need to. If they can help them out, they're going to because they're all a family, and they know they have to help each other to do this. Well, and that's what makes the sport special. It's a family sport. It's a lifestyle. Absolutely that's, right. You know, that, that's what makes it uh, makes it what it is. And so, um, you know, uh, again, like you said earlier, uh, James taking something that could have been disastrous and mm-hmm. actually making something positive out of it. For sure. Yep. You know, a lot of positives uh, certainly coming out of this. And, and I really think it's brought an awareness to maybe that hasn't been there for a while to, you know, the situations, you know, and, and really what these hauler drivers yep. have to go through on a regular basis, for like sure. uh, like James was talking about. Yep. So, um, you know, that was off the newswire this week. And now we actually get to start uh, start looking ahead a little bit toward this weekend at Kansas and the big thing here is we're eliminating four drivers from the Cup Series playoff conversation and three of them are from Hendrick Motorsports. Mm-mm. <sighs> well, I mean, welcome that's not to a it. trombone noise. I know, I just felt welcome the need to, to do t- it. Right <laughs> welcome to Talladega, people. Um, that's really what uh, what you say to that. I mean, I don't know that we're are we sure we're eliminating? Yes. This is b- before Martinsville's the first race in the round of eight. Well, but I'm well, I'm saying, are we sure we're going to eliminate three? He's asking, are all three hundred drivers going to be eliminated? Because I'm not buying it. Okay. I'm not either. Okay, so which one of the three wins this race to move on? Because I don't believe that you get more than one to the next round. I believe all three of them are in must-win situations as far as I'm concerned. Well, as far as you're concerned, but mathematically that's not the case if you look at the spread. Um, you know, I think I think that... Uh, I, I think it, Bowman's the lowest of the three right now, right? Bowman is in eighth place right now. Elliot, nine, uh, sorry, uh, Bowman eighth, uh, Elliot tenth, and Byron twelfth. Yes, but keep in mind, um, you, well, you, you've got to factor in the two winning guys who are already moved on get automatically moved ahead of all of them. So you've got to drop them behind well, that's Larson. What I, that's and, what I'm saying. And yeah. what, I'm, what I'm saying is if you look at the spread right now, Bowman's 18 behind the cutoff. Um, and Elliot's 22, uh, Byron's 27. So I you could, look yeah. at that and you say, okay, well, William Byron has to win. Yes. And then he has to win. There's just no question about it. William Byron has to win. Um, Chase Elliott and, and Alex Bowman, I believe, could um, either or both escape without winning if and only if they can put together enough stage points and a couple of the other drivers have bad luck. Don't forget, last week, all 12 of these guys got in, got into trouble. And I know we're not at Talladega, but it's not like we can't have crashes at Kansas. That's this right. is if true. If I believe, didn't Chase win Kansas last year? 
or did he finish runner up? He might have. Oh no, he did win yeah. Kansas last so year. So Chase, but I, I won there. I think Alex and Chase both still have a viable chance to, um, you know, to get to to the next round. But again, eighteen you run points the race first. can be made up if you. But even Alex said at, at the care center after you know he got crashed out there in stage two, which he took blame for that block, by the way, as as well I yeah. feel he should have. Um, but even Alex said after that to the media, he said, we're basically going to have to go in and, and fight to win both stages because if we don't, it's going to be almost impossible for us to escape without winning the race. Well, but again, uh, I think the Hendrick cars eight, will be fast yeah, at eight, Kansas and can point, win. 18 points is a lot to make up on that cut line without getting some serious stage points, Randy, and we've seen that. Yep, he finished second last year or earlier in the season at Kansas, so, I mean, That's it's, true. It's, it's certainly doable, but my money's on Chase. Cause I, I felt like obviously Chase knows, you know, that being having somebody who's, I mean, obviously Alex has been in victory lane too, but mm-hmm. they know what they need to do, and Hendrick is not going to let them get out of Kansas without making the chase. No, and I, and I believe that nine car is the bullet that you're going to have to beat this weekend. We'll talk more about picks coming up right now. We take a break. Lightning round right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser 
your media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is like so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCrew.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick running the board, and it is time for the lightning round. And <laughs> yes, I got it right that time. Nailed it. That's all I'm going to say. Randy, no, no, nailed it. I just love that you stopped Jacob mid-sentence. That was... I would have loved to see but, the face but, on the TV, though, but I missed now it. Now you're stuttering. <laughs> no, what I really want is a sound effect button that James can push that's, that's some sort of a thunderclap when we get to the lightning round. We're going to have to get that. We'll work on that. We'll Use your imagination those, make it happen. that this is a thunderclap. <laughs> that is so not a thunderclap. <laughs> it can be anything you want it to be, Jacob. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, lightning round is where we go, uh, well, sometimes quick and dirty, sometimes back and forth, sometimes crazy. You never know what you're going to get in this segment. And actually, where I want to go first is fighter jets. Not really fighter jets, but something that looks like fighter jets. Because IndyCar completed their second test of the new aero screen at Richmond Raceway earlier this week. And the buzzword after that test was fighter jets because... Roger Penske did some uh, some fancy uh, design work with the paint scheme for uh, their chassis that they had Will Power Drive, and it did. It looked so seamless from the bo- from the base of the chassis there into the aero screen coming up around the driver cockpit that it looked like a, a windscreen right off a fighter jet. Tom, it looked bad. Ass. You should have uh, let us see the uh, photo before we did the segment. I did not see that, but that's cool. I love the aero screens. I am not one of these uh, people who, well, we can't, we're making it too safe. We can't put the next thing you know, they're going to have roofs. And then they're going to, it's like, you know, g- grow up, people. Um, we want the drivers to be able to go home to their families at the end of yes. uh, a race. I, I think they look great, and the drivers are happy with them so far. Um, which the is drivers the are thing. stoked yeah. with it. Will, Will Power said once you've driven about five laps with it, you you wonder why they ever didn't have them in the first place. Yeah. I mean, I I just, I mean, Randy, I, I, what do you think? I think they're great. I think it makes the cars look cool, but it's designed to do exactly what a fighter jet doesn't, or to keep it from doing what a fighter jet does, which is take off and fly. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it, they look really super cool, though. I mean, if you've if you've ever seen pictures of them, I mean, it, it literally does look like a fighter jet. But if it keeps the drivers safe and keeps them, you know, walking and talking and racing another day, then I am all for safety. Yeah, and, and the company that designed the aero screen for IndyCar is actually Red Bull Advanced Technologies. And you, you think the kind of innovation they have for Formula One, if they're building a safety mechanism, Tom, you better believe it's going to be top of the line. Well, it's certainly way better than the flip-flop that F1 has. Um, <laughs> yes. The only, the only question that, that I haven't seen answered, but I'm assuming they've, they've figured it out, is what happens if you're upside down? I mean, do they, they make sti- it any okay, harder? Okay, so they still, 
have the uh, the roll hoop behind the driver's head, which elevates the cockpit, so you're not com- it's not so even with you. the arrow screen, it right. doesn't inhibit. Okay, so right. it would seem to me that with that roll thing in there, if a car was to get upside down, it would make the car easier to flip back over. Correct, it would be a roll like a circle. Correct, that's like exactly halo. So yeah, it that it, it's stick. kind of a, a curve. It wouldn't stick thing. upside yeah. down basically. Yes. It would roll Correct. Right. back over. Correct. Correct. I that's have one. I'm the curious. goal. I have one. I'm curious on. This is me okay. looking at it from an interior guy standpoint. Now you're taking all the airflow away from the driver. What are they going to do for cooling on him? Is he going to? How much hotter is it inside that cockpit now compared to what it used to be? And what are they going to do for driver cooling for overheating? So I'm that curious. was one thing that Will Power addressed in the first teleconference with the media. James is actually it doesn't take near as much of the airflow out of the cockpit as you would think. He said it's a li- you know it's a little bit warmer on a warm day, but he said you know under normal circumstances they they still get enough airflow over the top of the over the top that suctions down that it's not it's not nearly as bad as people would think it would be. They said really the best benefit that uh, he and Dixon were able to find was that you can actually hear on the radio now. It's you're not getting all that wind noise in your ears that makes it so difficult to hear. Yeah, that's that's one of those I think unintended side benefits, right? right? Because yeah. you don't you don't think about that. That's not what they designed it. Obviously, they designed it as a safety feature, but right. um, but the if you look at, for example, the progression of the super modified car that you know we're all used to seeing up north, and and I grew up with, the drivers are laying down much lower in those cars, and the cockpits are much smaller in those cars, and the, and it sort of mirrors the effect of that um, arrow screen on the Indy cars in the sense that. It takes away some of the air, but there's still enough, like like uh, Will said, still enough over the top that's pushing you down. You still get the airflow. I I just I think Graham Rahal said mm-hmm. he thought that this would also have the uh, side benefit of making more cool ways to work with in-car cameras. I angles, agree. Oh, I, I agree. Actually, you know, it makes it very. In- you can probably find a place on the side of one of the aero screens to mount an in-car camera. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he was saying. Really cool. Yeah view he was he was excited about. i it. would imagine that's got in some ways that's got to be similar to what to what uh, nascar does with the helmet cam i sure. would think if they get it yeah. right because mm-hmm. if, you, if you're different if, angle but yeah so yes not not too different though no they should put cameras on the roof flaps and the cars at talladega that would have been fun <laughs> <laughs> on brendan gone's roof flaps <laughs> on everybody's everybody lost the roof flaps. Oh, you you mean, no the hood flaps you mean. or hood flaps yeah I mean, yeah yeah, yeah. No, that, that was just bizarre, the by the way. It, it, yeah, was it was weird. really it weird to see all the guys hood, hood uh, tearing hood flaps off it. But, uh, you know, as, as it is, uh, still turned out to be a great race and a great finish. Actually, that's where I want to go with the next lightning round point. You're welcome again. Yeah. <laughs> Randy's having way too much fun over oh, yeah. there. You shouldn't have um, put the bell in front of me. He's a bellhop. Yeah, he, he he is. It's okay. We'll forgive him. How big, on a scale of 1 to 10... Was that win for Ryan Blaney on Monday? Well, I mean, In that's a silly what? question. It's uh, how big was it? It was twenty-seven. I mean, you know, he needed the win first of all. The team hadn't had one, but In a also while. it also it gets him through the next round. So I mean, you can't and, say anything but it. And you know, Ryan actually alluded to something in the press conference, which led to a. A funny moment here that I can tell that story in a second. Um, you know, Ryan alluded to this, Randy, that you know 
you get to a point in a winless spell like that where it does you know rattle your confidence a little bit and make you wonder if not just when the next one's going to come but if it's going to come at all I mean that team had gone through a major dry spell so to see them shake it off you know even if it was a plate track that's the other thing all three Penske drivers have now won at Talladega (laughs) and that's what you were saying about you know rattling your cage I mean you've got both of his teammates who had already won races and he still hadn't won yet. It's the same thing that Eric Jones went through earlier in the year before he oh, won. Oh, yeah, for sure. seeing all your teammates. But on and in Eric's case, they won multiple races. Like, every week they were competitive, yeah. and he just couldn't seem to catch a break. Um, so. I think it was big. I know Ryan on a personal level, but at the same time, I kind of look at it and say you have to wait till next weekend as well because mm-hmm. Fords have always been good at the Heck plate can't. tracks. They have been the dominant car usually at the plate tracks. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see what the Fords do. It was big for Ryan because that moves him on, as you said. Yeah. That's what I mean is there. And then for Ford, on the other hand, we just have to wait and see in Kansas. We have to see if Toyota comes back hot uh, like they have been all year on those mm-hmm. mile and a half. So If the Fords find some speed, if the Fords come out with speed this weekend at Kansas, I'm going to start to believe a Ford can actually win this championship. Well, I mean, I th- again, I feel like a Ford can win the championship, um, but I, I think again, I, I, I think the biggest advantage for Ryan winning is it gets him in the next round yeah. and it boosts the confidence a little. But he's been an opportunist in that car. The two races that that team's won have both been on others' kind of misfortune at the end, and um, you know, I feel like that's where you got to put yourself in those positions. Right. And he hasn't been in enough of them. Or I think he'd have more wins. Agreed. Um, so agreed. Yeah. Ryan can afford a haircut now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he's started to get one because Roger kind of makes him. Yeah. At least keep you know, it a once a month he has yeah. to go into yeah. the barber yeah. shop. Something and get, like that. Anyway, um, so Ryan also had one of the most bizarre moments that even I've ever had. born witness to in a media center during his post-race press conference on Monday where media members were ducking out trying to catch flights and Lee Spencer in the corner of the room asks Ryan a question with with the wireless microphone and then you know Ryan starts to answer and gets about a sentence and a half into his answer and all of a sudden he just stops and I was confused for a minute and then he picks his hand up and starts waving at Lee and I look over at Lee and Lee's waving at Ryan and before he finishes the answer which ultimately he did finish the answer by the way before he finishes his answer Lee's gone out the door (laughs) (laughs) to which Ryan says I've never had that happen before she asked the question and then she left to which Lee later addressed it on Twitter she said I had a 730 flight to catch if I didn't leave when I did I was going to be stuck well, why ask the question if you weren't going to stick around for wa- the answer? Right. Well, because she, she wanted the answer, and to his credit, Ryan did answer the, the question fully. It was just one of those where I'm like, okay then. But she wasn't around to hear it. But she can well, go. If a tree falls that, in the forest. You yeah, know? Exactly. <laughs> There's a recording on NASCAR media. That's why they record these. That's why they record these things. That's right. That's why they record these things. That's funny. Oh, it was hilarious. I was I I found it quite funny, as a matter of fact, especially to hear the reasoning behind it later. It's just like, oh, now that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Well, good stuff. Yeah, no kidding. Um, okay, so it, it, we talked a little bit about it earlier. Um, and I feel like we we slightly dug into it. Um, what are what what do you guys feel like are the reasonable expectations for Harrison Burton in the twenty car next year? In Xfinity, um, I believe that Harrison will win. 
uh, and get into the playoffs because the car is good enough to win. I, I think it's, it, I think, uh, I think Harrison will win at least one race, if not multiples. Um, and I think he's going to have his ups and downs, you know? So I think he's, he's gonna, he's gonna win a race or two. I think he'll also have some times when it was like, whoops, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Um, you know, because he's got to go through a learning curve, but he's had a remarkable stint in the Xfinity series so far for JGR. I think, I think ultimately Harrison's going to be just fine. Am I going to say he's going to be the champion? No. Do I think he can be the champion right off the bat? Yeah, I actually do. Yeah, he's a pretty quick learner. So yeah. I feel like once he gets in the car and gets accustomed to it, he'll be okay. But what he needs to do, number one, is go into the season and not think about anything Christopher Bell accomplished in that car. Because it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, he's gone. Exactly. Right. Now, and I know everybody's going to be like, oh, well, this is what Christopher Bell did. It doesn't matter what Christopher Bell did. He's not Christopher right. Bell. He's Harrison Burton. So he needs to go out and log the laps, finish the races. That's the number one yes. key. Just finish yep. the race. doesn't matter how many yep. laps down you are, you know, how many accidents you got into, just finish the race. Once you get the laps down, you'll start going to tracks that you recognize, even from running the trucks, the Arca Series, whatever, and then those take, that, take yep. advantage of running those tracks you're used to, and then put a whooping on the field. Right, that's that You'll be in those tracks that's and you exactly would have been right. able to do it before. Did they decide who his crew chief was going to be? Not yet. Okay, I was just curious on that. I, I wasn't, I wasn't sure who it was. We know that uh, we know we know that Jason Ratcliffe is moving on, moving with Christopher Bell to the ninety five yeah, team. Yeah, that's why I was curious. I was just wondering. But so that, they've ne- they've not officially assigned a crew chief to Harrison yet. Because I was wondering if he's going to get a veteran crew chief or a new crew chief. I and, think uh, to see how he was going to mold in the next year. That I was believe you'll. S- I believe you'll see him paired with a veteran crew chief. I think you have to have that experience coming from somewhere, and it makes sense to see Harrison with a veteran crew chief. By the way, uh, one top five and three top tens in six Xfinity starts this season. However, in two of the three starts where he was not in the top ten, he was running inside the top six before either you know parts failure or a crash like he uh, had in the first lap at Dover. So. Yeah. You know, By the way, real a lot quick, of speed. I wouldn't be surprised to see a new crew chief for him who was a car chief or an engineer in that organization. They are really thick with real talent in, at JGR. I wouldn't be surprised. And they are, big, they are big on promoting yeah. from within, I too. believe Eric Phillips is there, the one that used to crew chief the Xfinity stuff. He, I think, I was going to say, I think he's a car chief on yeah. the Xfinity program I right now. I, at that place. I, Eric Phillips. Eric Phillips would be a great crew yep. chief for Veteran, Harrison, as a matter and of fact. And he's been at KBM. Absolutely. Yes. That's very interesting. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, we'll pick winners for this weekend at Kansas here on The Madness. Stay tuned. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives, and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 
717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCrew.edu, training for a better life. Our final segment live from the WSIC-TV studios here in Statesville, North Carolina. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick. We're going to go around the table real fast. We're going to start with Tom. Pick your winners, Xfinity and Cup Series, and go at Kansas Speedway. Uh, well, the Xfinity... <laughs> Sorry, that was really energetic. Uh, Xfinity, I'm going to go with uh, Cole Custer. And in the Cup Series, I'm going to take Alex Bowman. Okay, Randy. Christopher Bell and Chase Elliott. Okay, Randy's half right. I'll get to mine in a minute. Melek. <laughs> Christopher Bell and Martin Truex Jr. Okay, James is also half right. My two... We'll give a third vote to Christopher Bell. And uh, the guy who's going to deny... I've got my top two already figured out for this Kansas Cup race. The guy who's going to deny Chase Elliott a spot in the next round is the same guy who was one of the last to deny Chase Elliott his first win. And he's also the guy who's become really, 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 really good at Kansas. Denny Hamlin. Nope. Oh. Right team, wrong driver, Kyle Busch. Oh. That was the other one I was thinking of. Who's as well. got like 10 top 10s in his last 12 Kansas starts after being Ofer for the longest time there. Yeah, I was debating hard. Kyle, Martin, I went with Martin. He's been Ofer a lot lately. Yeah. He'll get back on the horse. He likes Kansas now. He didn't used to like Kansas, but he likes Kansas. And with that, we need to get out of here. So thanks to My Computer Career, HMS Motorsport, and Strutmasters.com for what they do to make this show possible. For Tom, Randy, and Red, I'm Jacob Seelman. Keep it off the wall, folks, and we'll see you at the racetrack. Till we meet again. 
You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.